Welcome back to season two of Relationships, Accountability, and Consequences. The subtopic to be discussed is generational curses. Do you have a toxic occurrence that has plagued your family from generation to generation? That's just something to think about. What exactly is a generational curse? You know, I've heard people talk about it and some speak on it based on an intelligent answer and others just like, well, that's what my mama said or that's what my grandma said. And so after doing some research and just kind of, you know, looking at things in life itself, to answer that question, a generational curse is a habit or behavior that has been passed down from one generation to the next. It's just that simple. It's a toxic behavior. What does it mean to break generational curses? To do this, it means to destroy the path of a negative predetermined outcome for your life. To break generational generational curses, you must first identify the curse or curses and then intentionally fight to end the toxic patterns that haunt your bloodline. Anything could be a generational curse. To overcome this mental bondage of your family, you must reject it through your actions and choices. Some of the examples of generational curses can be something as simple as broken families, poverty, pessimistic behavior, depression, various mental illness, such as, um, well, depression falls under that, but also things such as narcissism, molestation, racism, parental neglect, abuse, teen pregnancy, murder, abandonment, lack of love and nurturing. And what I mean by that is because a child was not properly loved or nourished or nurtured, um, excuse me, as they were growing, they didn't know how to express love through an action. They know how to say, I love you, but they can't express it through an action. And because of that, they don't know how to do that also with their children. And because they don't know how to do it with their children, when they, when their children comes along, their children are going to be feeling a sense of uh, a lack of love. And so they're going to either try to overlove their children or smother them in love, or they may not be able to bond with that child. So it, it definitely has some adverse effects if you don't know how to love properly. And if you need to know what true love is and how to love, you know, from a biblical standpoint, go to 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter. If you don't know how, or you could read some of these love books that's out here, it's up to you. But uh, 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter in the Bible lays it out. Generational curses can be eliminated from your bloodline by ending them with you. You are the blessing to your family's bloodline. Even at this very moment, 
you can make the changes necessary for you and your family's future. You don't have the power to do this alone, though. Remember that. Although you might be like, I got this, blah, blah, blah. No, you can't do this by yourself. If that was the case, your family would have been able to overcome it and this wouldn't even be a conversation for you. You have got to have God. Whether you believe in God or not, you need God to handle this. This is a supernatural situation. And I want you to remember something too. God will award you for your good deeds. So even if your family did things wrong, you don't necessarily have to you don't necessarily have to follow in that footsteps and if you have god all of that past pain or you know the sins of your family and all of that god can help erase all of that but you've got to let them in but the choice is up to you you can choose not to believe in god god believes in you so does the other one too and you know who I'm talking about, the evil one, the devil. He believe in you too. You don't have to believe in either one of them. But there is, we all know that there is a higher power outside of us being human that exists, that coexists with us, that you cannot see. But remember, God will award you for your good deeds, meaning he will bless you and your bloodline. Ephesians 6 and 8 states knowing that whatsoever good thing any man doeth the same shall he receive of the lord whether he be bond or free and that supports what i just stated and also ephesians 6 18 pray anytime there's an opportunity no matter where you are or what you're doing and that's a that's a a a a uh, modern version of the translation of the biblical scripture. None of us will ever achieve perfection, but through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, our sins are forgiven daily. I realize that our tongues could bless or curse our lives. We must pray every chance we get for God to cover us and our families every single day. Proverbs 18:21 states, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. I've developed a 12-step, well, actually a 13-step process that I have used to help me break generational curses that were on my family. And this may or may not work for you, but at least it is a start if you're struggling with this issue. Number one, um, I referenced Matthew 6 and 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Meaning, first, God has got to be the foundation. It's just like building a house. If you don't have a solid foundation, your house, even if you build it up, your house is going to fall. Two, find a church home or a circle of people that will support you on your healing journey. Can't do this by yourself. Sometimes it can get painful, and sometimes you got to lean on the strength of others. Number three, do not accept any negative prophecies or behaviors for your life. Reject those things. Just because somebody said, oh, you going, you going to jail or, or you are going to have 20 kids, you do not have to accept that for your life. 
Number four, intentionally, intentionally make healthy decisions so that we navigate your life in the so that you navigate your life in the right direction. Number five, forgive anyone that has hurt you. Forgiveness is probably one of the hardest things that I can personally say I've had to do in my life because sometimes I have that get mentality and God's like, uh-uh, uh-uh, you can't do that. And I'm like, Lord, just this one time, just let me like, eh, can't do that. And so I've learned that forgiveness is now becoming a superpower, meaning that forgiveness is not for the other person. Forgiveness is for me. And so as long as I don't forgive someone, that person has control over my life. And I don't, I, I'm not a person that's going to allow anyone but God to have control over my life. But just remember too, that although you forgive someone, that doesn't mean that they're free of the consequences. They're not, that, that, they're not free of it. Whether they suffer the consequences or their children's children, any of that, they're not free of consequence. But you have to forgive them. Number six, develop healthy habits that will strengthen your mind, body, and soul, such as meditation. Feed your body, mind, and soul good things and good thoughts, positive things and positive thoughts. That's going to keep you in a healthy mindset. That's going to keep you joyful. Number seven, acknowledge the toxic behavior that exists in your family or bloodline and face it head on. Learn about it by researching through family, friends, data, history, etc. Yeah, it may be a little painful, but you've got to have the courage to face this thing head on. You must learn your enemy so that you may develop a strategy to eliminate to eliminate it, defeat it, or prohibit it from haunting your family bloodline anymore. You can't beat an enemy if you don't study how it operates. Number eight, heal from all traumas in your life and hold yourself accountable for your actions. Be a person of integrity and others will follow you. Seek therapy if needed. You have to do the work on you. That's a part of the of the generational curse. Is you being broken. You got to heal from that brokenness. So that you don't pass it down. Love yourself in words and actions. This is a part of the healing process. Be like a coffee bean. Well, let me, the first one, let me back up. Eight heal from all traumas. That was number eight. Love yourself in words and in actions. That was number nine. Number 10 is be like a coffee bean. When life turns up the heat, change the water. Don't let it change you. Number 11, number 11, listen to understand, not just to speak. God will send you people that have overcome similar situations and education that will help you overcome your generational curses. Number 12, rain is necessary for cleansing and growth. 
It is not how you start, but how you finish. You are an individual. Trauma doesn't define your purpose. You are great. And you are greater than your circumstances. Manifest good things into your life by speaking to them in every way that you can. Tell yourself I am beautiful. I am strong. I am financially set. Say those things. Speak those things into existence. Number 13. Generational curses only come to pass if you allow them to. Choose differently in your thoughts, words, and actions. This is your life and your bloodline. You have the power to change a predetermined destiny by choosing a different path. It is your turn to write the narrative of your family's bloodline. Allow God to help you. God is your lighthouse to guide you through the storm. It is greater than you, but it doesn't have to it doesn't have to have power over your life unless you manifest that generational curse for your life. This message was meant for you. It is time for you to be blessed. Again, I'm going to say this message was meant for you to hear. And it is your time. And it is time for you to be blessed. I wish you all the very best on your journey. And I hope that this podcast gives you light during darkness. Until next time, this is Jay Marie signing off for Jay Marie Speaks.